Okay, you ready to start this show? Uh, your host of the evening is a really funny dude. Um, I forgot his last name, but I've seen him before. He's really funny. Uh, give it up for Mike. Coming to you live on tape from the lucky 13th floor of a commercial high-rise in beautiful Beverly Hills adjacent California. From the studios of Sirius XM West, boasting an obstructed view of the world-famous Hollywood sign, this is The Tully Show. I am your host, Mike Tully. Joining me today, two of the hardest-working comics in the world. Yeah. As seen on The Tonight Show and Chelsea Lately, and also the clown prince of mixed martial arts is the man behind the popular MMA roasted Twitter account and podcast. Adam Hunter, who is struggling mightily with headphones. How are you? We're going to get you settled uh, in a second. Also, Sam Tripoli, whose new double album, The Diabolical, Diabolical, is available for pre-order now and who will be prominently featured alongside many all-time greats in the new motion picture, Dying Laughing, in theaters February 24th. Thank you. Did you guys see the uh, Rolling Stone Top 50 Comics of All Time? No. Where did you rank? Uh, I just on the outside. I got votes though. I got votes. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Nothing against anybody, but somehow Janine Garofalo makes these top fifties of all time comics, and did, she's did a she, wonderful person. But did she write the list or something? Yeah, she must make the list. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know that she's even. I've never heard her have. I, I, mean, I have nothing personally against her. She's but it's like the top fifty of all time. That's ridiculous. Well, what, you know, what, wasn't on. What was Aziz ranked? Uh, he was on there. Yeah, Rogan wasn't. Oh, um, Doug Stanhope wasn't. Jesus, David Tell wasn't. All right, this is just uh, okay. That's hard. Oh, I mean, that's ridiculous. Bob Hope wasn't. I mean, like if you really think about, it, Bob Hope was huge. Dice wasn't. Okay, like I- I'm a huge. I, what was I think Eddie Dice Murphy? is great. Uh, he was. Was he on there? I don't even remember if he was on there. Oh yeah, he was way high though. Well, you know when they make these lists. They go, okay, let's m- make the list of the 50 things that are true that any monkey could make up and then randomly cut out 10 of them and replace them with things that make no sense so that, when, that, people people do ra- that when people do radio shows, they will actually mention this list because otherwise what other reason would ha- would anybody have to bring up a, a, a ranking of things that's fairly straightforward? Right. Sam well, Kenson was 32 or something. I mean, well, Dave Attell has like influenced so many comedians. I think that's part of the has to be part of the list of... Uh, if you're great, is how many people you've actually influenced? It's unbel. It was. It's unbelievable the people on it. Like Janine Garofalo. I mean, maybe she influenced people to whip out their their notebook or something. But on stage, but it's not exactly. Yeah, I mean, she. Although there was a time though in the '90s where she had like six or seven specials, and women were just dying for her so she was a hot comic but it's also i think there was also a time in the 90s where she was a borderline sex symbol it was a weird time (laughs) it was a weird time it was a fun time it was a good time but you would have to like also longevity isn't that wouldn't that be a factor what was uh dangerfield he was like in the middle (sighs) see he'd be in my top five is don rickles on the list Don Rickles was on the list, and I, I was happy. For, I thought he should have been higher. Can we pull up the list? Because I feel like we're uh, pull is there any way up to pull the up list. list. Okay, you pull. guys keep talking. Huh? Yeah, so it was just weird. I don't think Dice gets any respect, and some people like him, some people don't. I really like him. I love Dice. But, I mean, like what he did was unbelievable. When I was anybody, a kid. I'm sorry. Anybody who, who headlined arenas is instantly kind of, in, the internet? kind of in the top 25, aren't they? They should be. Unless they were smashing watermelons. 
Uh, and even smashing more like my my fiance, she's like, when I was three, Gallagher was my favorite comic. I mean that that's still a big. Well, even what Gallagher did, Gallagher was, sort of, was uh, yeah was huge. But he didn't last yeah. as long though. No, and when, he, and when I was three, Doctor Teeth and Electric Mayhem <laughs> were one of my favorite <laughs> bands. But yeah, Dice. I, it's so funny about Dice because it's it's like you know when I was a kid, when I was in sixth grade, Dice was the shit. We used to like yeah. Put in our VHS. Me and my friends would just watch Dice over and over. We thought he was the coolest, and then it became cool to hate Dice for some reason. Not me, amongst my friends, but because of the whole backlash. And now he keeps making these like mini comebacks, you know, where he had the VH1 show and he had the the thing on Showtime that show. Yeah. But do you think you know? It's just I don't know. Well, I always thought that Dice was. Correct me if I'm wrong. A, a kind of an unprecedented phenomenon phenomenon in comedy because the thing with jokes is that they surprise you. Yes. You don't see the joke coming and that's yes. why you laugh. And this was a guy who toured doing jokes where the audience is doing the punchlines <laughs> with him. That is a weird thing in comedy. I was having a talk with somebody. I was just in Florida headlining and he was talking about how people come through the club that I played, Captain Brian's, yeah. and they just put out a special and they do none of the material from the special and people get angry. They're like, why didn't you do that bit? And Because comics always think we have to be always churning out new stuff and like... Sometimes people do want to hear the classics. I think it's sort of a, I think a it's mix. A, a mix. I think, you know, like I did a show. There's this guy, this like, this busboy at the dime bar who comes every week to, to, to watch me. And he works like, he works like the four restaurants. And he actually tips me. He gives me $6 after my show. He goes, which is like, I'm like, how bad am I doing where the busboy is tipping me? Yeah. But at the same time. And I, you take it? Of course. I'm on. Why? Because uh, it, it, it would be insulting what, to him to not take it. Back? No, he's like, he, he hands it to me like, and he's like proud to give it to me. But I was like. have to honor the gestures. Yeah. You know, I was, one of his kids doesn't eat that night because he's got to <laughs> tip you. <laughs> I was on stage the other day, and I was like, and he's sitting in the front, and he goes, "Yo, man, do the lock or the taco." Like he he requested the joke. Of course, I did it for him. But I think like like Pablo Francisco friends, like they go crazy. Like he does sort of a lot of the similar bits, but they love it. They yeah. absolutely love it. I think you got to have a little bit of everything: some classics, and then some uh, some new stuff. So they you know yeah. they, they they get some bang for the buck. Everybody thinks they're Louis C.K. now, and they got to churn out a new hour every every year. And we're all not Louis C.K. Of course, unless you're famous, it's really hard to churn out a new hour every year. And I think also Louis C.K. has now become like he's obviously brilliant, funny as hell. But there's also like it's cool to like him, you know. Like so, the people, so many people have jumped on the bandwagon. You don't even know if they even like him or they just want to be right. one of the part of the like that happens with bands all the time. Right. Sure. Where, well, it reminds me of the Bill Burr thing, right? That he says uh, when you're before you're famous, yes, everything's I love that. everything's a road game, and once you're famous, everything's a home game. It, that yeah. is the best. The, to the to the I victor go it. the spoils. The rich get richer. Whatever cliche you wanna you wanna point to. Um, I'm happy to have both of you guys here. I don't know if you will be flattered by the fact that in my mind I think of you two in similar terms, but I enjoy what both of you guys do. I've spent... What are those terms? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Why do you think I like you, Sam? <laughs> because I have spent more time in the last year or so in, in comedy clubs than I did the rest of my preceding life combined. And I like a lot of different things that a lot of different people do, but you guys are not similar in every way, but you both seem to me to have a certain old school thing about what you do. Yeah. Do you agree or what, disagree with that? In that how we operate or how our styles are? Like I can I can I can't tie a line from 
Vegas comedy of the 50s and 60s to most of the people that I see out there. At a certain point, comedy became a separate thing from that. But I tie you guys to that. And I'm somebody who, like, Cary Grant is, the to me, the greatest person who's ever acted in a movie. Oh, that's amazing. So I, I dig when I feel like you guys are... You're not doing Don Rickles zingers from the but, '60s, but I can see how your style is I, rooted in. I that. think what you, you know what you're trying to say is, you know, there's a. Well, I know that I met with the manager the other day. He's like, "Hey, man, you're a throwback comic. You have punchlines. You have jokes. Yes, and I think a lot of that's comedi- unbelievable. That's think, a thing. I think a lot of comedians, you know, it became six, it, the, the the wave of comedy in the last ten years has been storytelling, uh, and certain guys are great at it. But like everything else, it's like, hey, people go, okay, what's hot right now? And I'm going to go what's hot. What are people buying? As opposed to what's funny and what's organic to me, it's what are people buying? And they look at the Ari Shafir, what's happening to the show, and they look at the storytelling, and look at the alternative comedy, which has now become mainstream comedy because everyone's doing it, so how alternative is it? Yeah. Uh, and they go to that. And some people are really good at it. But there are a lot of people that are like, I'm just going to tell a story on stage and it'll be funny. And the audience has now been conditioned to like storytelling comics because that's all they see. And for me, I'd say a lot of the storytelling comedians that I've seen are just lazy joke writers. It's just, yeah. they're, they're, they have a joke. I, I see what you're saying. I think storytelling is an art in itself. I, I am a conspiracy theorist guy and I we'll get to that. believe... That there is a movement in Hollywood to try to minimalize talent as much as possible. <laughs> okay, okay, we're gonna get to that in a second. Cause that... <laughs> I, I know, I, I really do believe that, but it goes back no, to what go, we're saying. Go, go, like, go right ahead. So there's a promotion of these guys that are young, shiny objects that get on television, and they're not the they're not bad. They're just not. There's nothing special. And but if you keep putting that up and up. People just learn to accept that, and that is what you learn to accept after a while. It's like the difference between Joe Buck and Vince Scully. Yeah, and Jack Buck. You know, well, one, that's great. Exa- Dude, Joe Buck is good. He's good at his job. He will never, ever come up with it the, in the year of the improbable, the impossible has happened. That will never come out of that guy's mouth. He's just not that guy. He's a robot. And I just think there's a movement to minimize talent, and it, so you, you got to pay talent. You got to deal with talent. When you just go with a look or a young person, you just replace them with another young person. Yeah, I think you're giving the entertainment industry and and the, the individuals in it a lot more credit for having a plan and foresight. Than I, maybe they I possess. Don't, I, well, I, just I, totally I think a lot of it also. I understand what Sam's saying, and I, I agree with both of you. But I think a lot of it is. You know, like in the 80s, it was like Van Halen came out, and then Guns N' Roses came out, and everyone's like, oh, who's the next Guns N' Roses? So then they go Motley Crue, and then, oh, who's the next that? And they go Poison. And then and each one gets a little bit worse than the actual, the, 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 the uh, beginning. Before, right. you, before you know it, you're at Dokken and Nelson, and fucking, and then people are just like, all right, fuck this, mm-hmm. let's go to grunge. And sort of that happens with comedy. You know, you saw it with Dane Cook. Dane Cook came out, and then... Like Dalia and other comics were sort of doing a little bit version of that, maybe even doing it better in, in, in I uh, think some regards. Dali- I think Dalia is a murderer. He's a murderer. Now is he going? Is he Doug Stanhope? No, and that's fine. Well, there's a thing, spectrum. Yeah, that that I that I like about you guys and the way that I see you as opposed to the storytellers and 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 also the alternative people who I could lump together for the purpose of this point is I see a lot of comedians who go, I'm just kind of up here in my little world. And I'm going to tell you this thing, 
and I think it's funny. And if you don't think it's funny, well, I find that kind of amusing because I'm I'm sort of untouchable up here. They're not really vulnerable because they're a little too cool. Whereas you two guys, I see making more of an effort to aggressively throttle the room. (laughs) Is that good or bad? (laughs) It's just different. I think it works for, for each of you. I like it and I find it refreshing because it is not most of the people who I well, see. you know, I, it, I know it does help in some a lot of, in some regards. It helps a lot, like on the road, because you do get a lot of you know working class people, as well as you get older people, especially Vegas, come to the shows. And while they might not get all the references, they get the they know it's like a joke. Whereas I'll see some of these newer comics do the road, and it's just twenty minutes of people just staring at them. Yet they go back to Hollywood, and it's just deal, 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 and you're and it. It's it's frustrating. Specials aren't special anymore. They're ours. And I'm like, like, dude, I love everybody. I, I'm fine with it. I just think that, I mean, like, I just think we're in a weird time right now with comedy. I do think it's come back. You look at Burt Kreischer. That guy is kind of slamming right now, but dude. But he's also an amazing storyteller. And, and his stories are just every three seconds, every 15 seconds, there's a joke in the story. Whereas... Uh, you know, other people, it's different. Bert is, you know, Bert's been, I, I've been doing this for 18 years, and Bert was was great 18 years ago. Yeah, uh, I mean, Tom Segura's, I mean, there is, you know, there's going to be always be some bad in everything. I, I just think there's a lot of great comics that if you hustle hard enough, you can break through and get, get you know, my problem is my fans hate me. I, I just. That is com- a problem. <laughs> is. The comments I get are just unbelievable, and they just, they they love to poke the bear. But you fight yeah. back, though. Well, that's the thing. I think you, you, you uh, it's, you know, I'm on obviously the Jason Ellis show on here on Sirius XM as well. And Jason and I might as well be talking to two different audiences on social media because he has this aggressive way of talking to people and people without even realizing it. They, they almost feel like they're currying his favor by talking back to him in that kind of voice of matching that. Whereas I get ball busting. You would, yeah. Whereas you would think I'm on NPR. From the hey, yeah. Yeah, love the show. Really, really appreciate what you guys have done. It's enriched my life many ways over the last couple of years. A couple of small quibbles I'd like to pass. <laughs> you and get the, the quibbles. Huh? I get all the quibbles. I love yeah. that. That's what I should call my fans. The quibbles. The quibblers. Yeah, I, I don't engage because like even on MMA roasted, I'll, I'll get nine people going. Hey, you make my day. Blah blah blah. This made me laugh. Ha ha. And one person's like, "You suck. You should quit comedy. You're no Tony Hinchcliffe or whatever the fuck they t- they, they, they tell me." And then if I engage back. I'm now rewarding the one person as opposed to the nine. Mm-hmm. And the nine people would actually love it if I said, like, thank you or cool or blah, blah, blah. You do but, have that option. but yeah, which I, which I do. But the one person is the one that gets to me. It's never the nine yeah. that say, I love you. It's I your guess one. it's That's the everybody. heckler in me. I just got to fight hecklers. I just, it's in my blood. And people tell me, stop fighting with these people. You can't the win on the internet, though. The only time I, I really go at it is if a friend of mine is getting murdered by the social justice warriors, like they get something big's going on in their career and somebody's trying to get them in trouble, like Melissa Villasenor and even Steve Renazizi, who had a total saying what happened to him, but he's such a loving guy and they just see people kind of try to rip him a new asshole. It like kind of broke my heart. So I'll jump in there, dude, and just start dropping bombs because I got nothing to lose, you know? But it's not a fair fight, though, because... They know who you are. They can see you. They know all about you. The person on the other side is like, 
usually like a frog or something yeah, or but how's an egg. That any different, how is that any different than a heckler? Because you can see the heckler. You could go, hey, you know, look, I'm sorry, you're 400 pounds right, and, right, and, right, you're, right. and you're this and you're that. And, and you could see- I don't engage eggs. I go, dude, no, you can't talk shit. You can't talk shit if you're, you're an egg, dude. That's the rule. You got to put your face on it. If you, Dude, nothing's worse than the bald eagle American flag asshole. That guy on Facebook, if, anytime you see a cop, you don't have to read the comic. Just know if there's a bald Bald eagle mm-hmm. with an f- American flag behind it. There's going to be some fucking shit talking going on. I usually on. get, when I get the bald eagle or, or or the flag, I typically get the banner behind it is bullets. It is just straight up bullets. And it is so funny to me. Now, being into guns is something I can understand. Being into gun rights is something I can understand. Needing to aggressively promote bullets to the world is just a wavelength so weird. that is so far and from where, so where I'm weird. living. So weird. Sam, you have a podcast called Tinfoil Hat. Yes. And I think that this is very fertile ground. Is there really nobody else doing... I know that you might not say it's fully comedic, but a, a, a basically comedic person who is doing a conspiracy theory-themed podcast. Is that your lane? That is That is my lane. I think you're going to go far with this. Because <laughs> I think it's interesting, even though I... I'm going to go ahead and call bullshit on every single conspiracy theory. Okay. Can I tell tell you, can I tell you in my hopelessly naive way why I don't believe in any conspiracy theories? Okay. Because the mainstream media doesn't report on them. Well, that's exactly why. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Now, I mean, I, it, to me, that really shouldn't need any explanation, but I know that, I know that it does. So let me, let me do that. Okay. People talk about the media as if it is, just like the industry, as if it is this um, hive-minded thing. It's actually a collection of individuals with competing agendas and and who are all after their personal interest individually. If I am an aspiring Woodward and Bernstein and I can prove that America never landed on the moon... I will actually be the new Woodward and Bernstein. And I have to think that legitimate journalists who have sources and are able to confirm things, catch wind of conspiracy theories, go kick the tires and go, I don't see anything there. Okay. So what is an example of, we've now had 50 years of conspiracy theories. What is an example of an absolute conspiracy theory at the start that is now accepted fact? Um, uh, the, uh, the Roman Catholic Church, uh, molesting children. That That was was a a conspiracy theory for a while? Yeah, at first people like, there's something going on here. Everyone's like, no, no, it's the church, it's God. No one believed in that. This Mm -hmm. Pizzagate thing, which, no. To to the, to the, the church abuse thing, see? The mainstream medium got media got wind on no, that, no, and then no, they no, reported no, dude, it. Dude, they made a movie about it. Let me just say this. Let me just say this. Mm-hmm. The reason that they don't you do you know that one family and he owns a giant chunk of of ninety percent of the media in America. Okay, but there's international press as well. No, they own all of it. Dude. There's one company. One family owns ninety percent of the media. One hundred. Percent. Okay, okay, what, what family is this? The Rothschilds. They own 90% of the media? They own, dude. They No, they don't own the whole thing. They own big parts of ABC, uh, or Disney, Viacom, Fox, uh, Universal. They own giant chunks of these. And, and 
Therefore, they control the message. And the guy, you know, it's like I love HBO, but when you watch Bill Maher and you watch John Oliver and you watch them tow the company line, you realize someone signs their checks. And that's what it is, man. There is a there's a thing going on to give you the information mm-hmm. that they want you to know so they can do what they want to do. Okay. A great example right now is Syria, okay? We are right now demonizing the Russians, because it is a, uh, once again, the Red Scare is going on. When we need a bad guy, we go to the Russians. And now we're playing this game with the Russians, just like we did back during the Cold War, and even before that in World War II, at the end of World War II, we started playing this game where the Russians are coming, the Russians are coming, the Russians are coming. Therefore, we can galvanize a population to get behind this thirst for war. It's, it's all this crazy shit going on, dude. About... 20 years ago, there were seven countries in the world, about seven or eight countries, that did not have Rothschild's central banks in them. And they were Iraq, Iran, Libya, uh, Yemen, Syria, Russia, and North Korea. Well, obviously, we need to do something about that. (laughs) Exactly. And you're like, okay. And what we do is we just demonize these people to get to go to war. So you you think Trump's pit off by the media? No, no, no. I think, listen, I don't think Trump is is a... Here's what I think. I do not think Trump is a knight in shiny armor like the alt-right people do. I am very liberal. Like the alt-right, they want to be like, he's going to change the game. I don't think that at all. He wasn't supposed to win. And it just went bad and he won because hillary is a sith lord okay <laughs> she's in who did she, you vote for uh i voted third party for who uh gary johnston i didn't want to right. but i'd rather vote for bernie but anyway gary johnston? i voted for bootsy collins <laughs> i respect the shit <laughs> one, out of that one nation under funk Let's why not you didn't did you really vote bootsy i would have if uh, i could have i should have written in bootsy collins so now you see that trump wants to pull out of uh, this is boring please tell me he wants to pull out of let's all these this, free trade brief you know free trade he wants to uh he wants to pull out uh, he, he even talked about getting rid of the central bank uh the, the federal reserve mm-hmm. like those are very bad things that these power people, these power people, uh, it's against their business and they control everything. Dude. I do agree with you to the extent that there somehow always needs to be a uh, a bad guy because I would love to go back and see what the period of time was between the fall of communism and all of a sudden like Al Qaeda became a thing that everybody talked about all the time. So that, that's my only quibble. Yeah, but with Sam, it's like I feel like you're contradicting yourself on these points. Like, what? Because you're saying that okay, Trump is not paid off by the media, yet Trump is banning these these, these seven countries. Trump, so then the media. So then wouldn't that Trump be... was elevated? The people who <laughs> the people the people uh-huh, yeah. who rigged the election for George Bush are the same people who tried to make sure that Hillary got elected. And it's all, like, you get fights, everybody's fighting over R's and D's, dude. It's pro wrestling. It's all the same. And here's this guy, Trump, who kind of came in and just wasn't supposed to get in there, wasn't supposed to get in there, and these fucking WikiLeaks things just fucked Hillary up. And there's a lot of stuff but, about... But why would he... But, but why would he... If, if these seven countries, if these seven, if this one family owns ninety percent of the media, aside from these seven people, and Trump is against the media, then why would he want to vet? Trump isn't against the media. The media right now is doing a slow coup. 
It's yeah. we have a slow moving passive aggressive coup going on right now. Okay, well this is highly debatable. What is not debatable <laughs> at all is that the American public deserves to know the real truth about the Challenger disaster. Yes. I believe you have some insight yes. into that, Sam Tripoli. So the cha- do you guys remember where you you might have been too young? I do you remember where I you was were? in uh, I think third grade, fourth grade. Yeah, I was in uh, I was in science class when it happened. I was you I was thirty back sick, then. sick from school. <laughs> Go on. I get it. I'm old. <laughs> all right, Substitute teacher. (laughs) (laughs) I was homesick from school, and I must have not been really sick because I just remember sitting in front of my television all day, and it was just like, there it goes, there it blows, there it goes, there it blows. O-ring, O-ring, O-ring. So there's this theory right now that's kind of getting some steam that the people, that the challenge, there was no way on the flight. There's nobody on the space shuttle. Okay. And that there's actually thoughts that we've never been to space, that that ring around... The, the planet around us won't let pe- living life go through it. And so the, the shuttle, these shuttles, they're just money grabs, dude. Giant money grabs. Like when you hear that the government spent $12,000 or twenty grand on a hammer, that's not really for a hammer. They spent $10 on a hammer, and the rest of that stuff goes to black ops and all this other shit. So they're using the space shuttle to spend loads of money. That, that, that would be a big laundering operation. Yes, okay. 100%. These okay. guys are gangsters, dude. Okay. So anyways, yeah. so there is... Kind of this theory that they're all alive. They don't know. They know where everyone is except for one guy. One guy. They don't know where the one guy is. But let me go through the list of people. Okay, please tell me where Kristen McAuliffe is and what she's been doing. In Facebook. Uh, and while you look that, no, no, I got it right here, dude. Wait, so what? But what about the, the landing on the moon and and one small step? And what happened to all the spaceships that we all saw leave the ground that didn't blow up? They go up. Uh-huh. They go up high enough, dude. Mm-hmm. And then they just circle, and then they come back down. They go in the bunk. They go in the hangar. They close the door, and then they show get a shot of them walking off, dude. And what? And then people, these people, never talk to their family again. They're all where are they all living. Well, you know what happens is they get paid off really well, and they're told, "Listen, I I don't think they thought it was going to blow up. I think they sent up there, and it blew up, and now they have these astronauts here, and they're like." Oh, fuck. What are we going to do now? And they probably had a talk with them. They go, here's what's going to happen. You can do one of two things. You can start this new life with your, your aliases, and some of them haven't even used al- aliases. You could have a new alias, or we're going to kill you. That's it. Those are the options. And they picked it. Dude. But none of their wives or husbands. Two of them, two of them are alive today as their identical twin brothers. And they've done research, and they've gone back through their parents. There is no evidence of their parents having twins. It's the it's the Asian guy. It's the Asian guy. They gotta, uh, I'll, I'm going to be pissed because uh, I've spent a lot of time at the statue commemorating him down in Little <laughs> Tokyo because my son's really into it. Yeah. You don't and, think the Asian guy, maybe they killed one of his kids when he was born because you don't know to have one kid in Asia? You don't think maybe that happened? No. Okay. No. All right. All right See, I on. thought you were going to go with the, are you sure it's his twin brother? Is that or some do all of that Asian old pe- school comedy <laughs> you were <laughs> Yes. I school. thought you were going to go with the all Asian people look the same thing there. The, so. There you go. See, I, I think that was, so that was, that was an older guy, school. This guy, Francis Scobie, right? Uh-huh. Yes. He is I a, remember seeing his photo. Right. He is, dude. He's alive, mm-hmm. and he's he works at this this per, uh, publicist company in Chicago. What a shameless piece of shit! He went into publicity. <laughs> he called called cows and trees, uh-huh. and you go to the website, you could see his picture right there, dude. He's still alive, dude. They all okay. are. This okay. guy, Michael right. J. Smith, actually uses his real name, and he's a teacher. What about at the girl? Wisconsin. Was a girl? Kristen McAuliffe. Yeah, no, but there was two. 
She was the teacher. That was that was the gimmick. Oh yeah. It was like a very special episode of the space shuttle. Her class must have been pissed. Judith, Judith, the one who talks with her hands. She's a professor at like Syracuse, dude. And there's <laughs> evidence of them. And they just changed her name. Wait, what, up do you mean? Wait, 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 what do you mean? There's evidence? Like one of the guys plays other... the Clippers right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, how, how can there be evidence that she's at Syracuse? Like, either she's at Syracuse. Or Some she's of them not. don't even change their names, man. I mean, do they just find like they DNA traces? One of them bought me at the haha last week. And Michael no, but, J. Smith uses his, still uses the name Michael Smith. I, okay. You know, okay. Well, what about Neil Armstrong and you know his whole thing? That was. Yeah, dude. Refresh he my memory on his interview. thing. He did <laughs> one interview. the moon. And, and, and. He did one interview oh, yes, about the moon it. thing. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't do any interviews on it. He does one interview on it. All of them. They never did interviews on it, dude. And there's actually a video that came out that is supposedly... Are you Buzz Aldrin, you, if you buy him a dude, shot of schnapps, I, I'm he'll tell you about the time he's he at Comic-Con every year. <laughs> you want to believe it or... I don't, that's fine. If you want to believe we land on the moon, that's okay, totally so I don't, right. don't want to argue with you. I'm just trying to poke holes. No, okay, no, so where is now, 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 who came up with this theory? Some, some kid on YouTube or something? People like? have done research, and they found these people. I'll send you the video. Watch it, dude. But what about other countries landing on the moon? They're, they're, they're in on it, too? Dude, now, there's this whole theory that there's no such thing as a nuclear weapon. Okay? The nuclear weapons okay. don't exist. And that the, the bombs that were dropped... On like I mean, Hiroshima, listen, the moon. listen, listen, right, listen. The bombs that are dropped on Hiroshima were fire bombs, okay? And because people instantly move back there, you can't move back into a nuclear bomb dropping on something, okay? So the whole point is this: is that everybody comes up with this? We're going to this. We're going to space. It's just mo- way to collect money for so other things. Why did Japan surrender at the end of World War Two? They actually surrendered before we dropped the bomb. And then we and just yeah, like and the it, space and they, and they stayed surrendered. Yeah. Oh Jesus! The Patriot just came out of you right there. And you know what? Are you kidding they me? I I tell you what, because a lot of conspiracy theories benefit from the farther it is away from you and your experience, the the more things would I be was open. there. I've be, been there. Yeah. My my wife's family yeah. is is a short train ride from Hiroshima, and I I mean her her grandmother seemed to vouch for the fact that there'd been a nuclear bomb detonated not hold too on, far hold from on, her hold home. Hold on, hold on, dude. It dropped, dude. So what about the other destroyed? countries? Though? What, what about other countries that have been into the moon, like Russia going to the moon? I, like, how do you know they're in on it too? How do you know? What, what about what, the monkey? What if they all use it just to the, make, like, hey, dude, we're gonna go because it's an arms race. Everybody wants to be like, oh, we're gonna be the first ones to do this. We're gonna do. We're gonna show you. Maybe it's just all a money grab, dude. So did they flip a coin? Because there is undoubtedly soft power is a real thing, and international prestige is a real thing. Yes. And, and there's poli- if I'm the president of some country and I finished fourth in the space race, I said I was going to win. I'm probably not going to be president anymore. So who, right. how do they settle who was going to win the fictitious space race? Well, we, dude, go look at it. They, like, uh, it's interesting. Like they 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 basically used footage that they did when they did uh, mock-ups. They tried to, to, to learn how to shoot it, so they, they, they the word is that Stanley Kubrick shot it all. That's okay. what they say. Wow. That's a nice That's what they say. I didn't see that coming. That's what they say, <laughs> that he shot it all, and they actually, they, they couldn't, like the networks couldn't, they couldn't like tap into the actual fee going on. They had to use what was sent to them by NASA. What about the photos of like Mars and all these? What about the photos of all these space shuttles that are, or all these different things that are constantly circling and and all the photos that they have? Yeah, oh. that could be that could be those could be mocked up, bro. They, they are you be. asking me? Uh, 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 
fake pictures? Like you don't believe in there might be fake pictures? <laughs> I believe there's fake everything. Tits, ass, I, I hear you. But at the same time, it just seems like a lot of times with these conspiracy theories, everybody's in on it. And, and have you... Have you had? It's not I don't know one person dude. that can keep a secret in my entire life. That, yeah, that, but that, dude, that's, that's one of there's the, a hold lot on, of money on, involved, and people die, dude. People die when they start talking about this stuff. If it's they fucking sure. die. If it if it's true, many thousands of people have worked for NASA and continue to work for NASA. And I, I always come back to the same point that you're making, Adam, which is. The president of the United States could not get away with getting a blowjob from an intern in the Oval Office if that guy can't have a tight inner sanctum on something that has no repercussions for yeah, our. Yeah, but dude, that's all theater, dude. And you know what? The Clintons were gangsters, dude. And they were, they were, dude. Everybody goes, oh, you know, it's just the Republicans going after Hillary. Nah, dude. Nobody went after Michelle Obama. She didn't get. She's never been she indicted on jack in shit. She's not getting, you know, it's just, dude, what, what, the what Obama do, people, what, what, dude. what did Obama do to, to get indicted? No, that's what I'm saying. They never went, uh, no, nah, dude, I don't think, why, I don't why, think why, Obama's why, why the same. They, why should they have indicted Michelle Obama? Yeah. No, but my point you is, should, I understand. the point yeah, is this, is that they're saying that, you know, the Republicans just wanted to take him out. No, dude, they never did anything to Obama. They never oh, went after Obama. Right. They yeah. never indicted him on anything. Well, and, and, the and, Clintons and, and, and likewise, are bad people, fine. man. And likewise... They are, dude. You think Bill's a bad person? Dude, they're straight up gangsters. They've helped a lot of people. Likewise, the the media. John Wayne Gacy entertained a lot of children at kids' (laughs) parties. Look, likewise, the media that is that is hell bent on distorting and inventing truth to take out Donald Trump somehow did not do the same thing to George W. Bush. What do you mean, he, dude? Ago. He left with the lowest fucking approval rating, bro. He, they hated him, and then nine eleven happens, and everybody's kumbaya. And we watch the media not question anything. Obama fall in line. Renazizi had a career. Renazizi had a uh, I like, dude. Anyways, <laughs> go on. The point is, Obama's that- approval rating went to below forty. I mean, it, it, everybody's had low approval ratings. This is the first one. No, who, but it was a conspiracy. dude, George Bush was like. George Bush was really bad, man. I mean, like, they forced that whole thing. And you saw the media just buy it. So let's go the nuclear, let's go weapons of mass destruction. Let's. Right? Mm-hmm. Were there weapons of mass destruction in Iraq? No. They I mean, they, they probably, I mean, I'm sure there was a plan, and, and I'm sure they would have eventually. No, but, but no, there, there weren't, weren't any. No, there weren't. There weren't any. And that was all mocked up by these powerly people who mm-hmm. force everybody to buy into it mm-hmm. and force themselves in the war. If you can believe that... Why can't you believe all this other stuff? There's so much money but Sam, me and you, we and me and you did a military tour together, where they took us, and we saw all the planes. Yes, and we saw all the bombs in Afghanistan. And, yes. we, and we saw all kinds of things. Yes. Right? yes. So those are just fake. No, uh, dude. When did I say the war wasn't real? Those but, are but, real. But we those, make money off war. But I'm saying we have. But, but you're saying we don't have weapons of mass destruction. I'm saying, dude, we've dropped one, two bombs at around the same time. And no one's dropped a bomb since. And I'm saying that many people would take more comfort in thinking that there is something evil running the world than in facing the reality that everything that is happening in the world is totally up to chance and there's no one at the No, I do. No, no, no. I I do believe that, like, we're just on a rock flying around. But there are some very powerful But you don't think if a kid can make a bomb... Off YouTube, right? A thirteen-year-old can make a bomb. Then the best scientists in the world can't make a weapon of mass destruction. I'm saying, dude. I'm not saying whether they can or can't. You know, but you're I'm saying they don't saying exist. It, it doesn't exist. But what? If, I'm <laughs> saying it's possible. It doesn't exist. 
Okay. I'm saying it, it's possible that it doesn't exist, and they use it to be like, hey, dude, we got these bombs. Don't fuck Look, with us. A lot of times people were saying that the world was flat, and Columbus was saying, no, it's not flat. It's round. And people like me were saying, what the fuck are you talking about? So maybe your theories have, have I mean, maybe they have light. So I'm, I'm not, I'm just saying that there's a lot of questions to be asked 100%. about you know, and if you're waiting for ABC, NBC, CBS to tell you about it, it's never going to happen. Well, no, they're not going to. But there's plenty of other uh, media sources that have more credibility yes. and dig a little deeper than them. And people, I'm again, when you talk you guys about the video about the space, I'm shuttle. looking forward to all that. And I think this is fun. And I look forward to the day that this stuff is proven true because I'll I'll click the shit out of that yep. link just Pizza like just like everybody else. Will. What are you, you believe in Pizzagate? One hundred percent. Clintons are involved. In Dude, some, I could okay, break okay. it down for you. Please. We're not doing we're not doing Pizzagate. Everybody can check <laughs> out. Wanna, yeah, everybody can check out. We'll tin foil hat. You we'll can, Adam. After. You can go on tin foil hat. I have a couple of things I thought you guys might find interesting. Funeral directors in Quebec are discussing how to educate people that taking selfies over corpses and posting it to social media may be considered disrespectful in some families. I, this hmm. is hmm. this is a thing. Depends how you look at it. In, wait, Ir- in wait, Ireland, Ireland, they they celebrate that. They, they, funerals are parties, so. Is, it depends on how you look at the funeral. Would you ever stand over an open casket and take a selfie an of yourself open casket? with the dead person? <laughs> Absolutely not. But if That's I went exactly to like, what I'm, I mean, funeral selfies is misleading because these are these are wake selfies. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. it's all it's who is it to you? You like you know it's like do you want to take a picture of your grandma dead? Probably not. But your buddy who you love to death maybe who was a scumbag and you just you know or Abe Lincoln's tomb or something oh, and you want to oh yeah a, you do that right? Have you ever maybe like you go see somebody's uh tombstone you take a picture of it i think mm-hmm. it could be seen as disrespectful if oh, it's I, the I wrong see, person angle, yeah but i think it's on a uh, basis of, and, and why do the funeral homes care it only helps their business i think if you're teabagging like the corpse it, yeah. it might be bad you know? well, how do you mean it helps their business Just people, more, more, more people want, oh it's really getting the word out make sure yeah, you use yeah, the hashtag yeah. diffalese yeah look at this cool casket hey bro where'd you get that casket bro what's you that know? what's that mahogany yeah dog that's nice i went out I, I used to want to like fake my own you know how like you go to a funeral like even George Michael like I was watching the, the Grammys and like George Michael's been alive for the last up until two weeks ago he was alive and I feel like no one gave a shit nope. I mean he, the guy couldn't get arrested uh, he wouldn't he wouldn't have been invited to the Grammys nope. he would and if he was there it would be look how fat what is he doing here there'd be jokes about it then he dies and Adele sings a song and there's a picture and people are crying and everyone's like, you know, singing along. And I'm like, it's sort of fucked up in a way because I agree because you're not celebrating him when he's alive. Tully, yeah. can I ask you a question? Please. What is your thoughts on people going kind of crazy that Beyonce didn't win and then they're actually <laughs> trying to cry that there's a bit of racism in it? And it's almost along the lines of what LeBron James did with Phil Jackson when Phil Jackson said him and his posse. Mm-hmm. And then LeBron James, who just got a billion-dollar contract from Nike and, you know, has been basically famous since he was nine years old, yeah. is crying about how racism. Uh, I don't know about that. As far as actually giving a shit about the Grammys, that is sort of a recent phenomenon and i think that people maybe we should put a thing on social media where people can indicate here's my opinion but on a scale of one to ten here's how much i actually give a shit about this at all because it all ends up seeming this is ridiculous she didn't win the grammy you might believe that wholeheartedly but it also might not be something that resonates with you all that deeply as opposed to we should always remember the the victims of 9-11 that's more of a 10 out of 10 racism against beyonce is hilarious my girl got mad at me because I didn't like the last album. I, I, I she made me listen to Lemonade. 
There wasn't a look. I like the single lady song, or or even the Survivor, her Destiny's Child stuff. I'm with I, you. I like Destiny's Child. I, I like a lot of Beyonce Those stuff. Those kids had I like black chicks. But 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 this this Lemonade was like a weird narration. There wasn't even a song. It was like her complaining and crying, and I didn't like it. I didn't like her performance at the Grammys. I'm mm. sorry, people. My girl you don't like, was like watching pregnant chicks dance. It, she wasn't dancing. It was like holograms ever. It was a cool like if I saw that at the Museum of Art or something. But as a performance. She didn't sing really. Oh, the song kind of sucked in my and opinion. And everybody kissed her ass. Is she like? I can't tell if she's the Dave Chappelle of music, where the entertainers are are like in awe that he's there. Like when Chappelle walks in, everyone's like, "Oh my God, Chappelle!" Or is she the Hillary Clinton, where everybody's scared shitless? And I she, think it's a combination. Because uh, so they all kiss her act like, you well, should have won, Adele. Why do, why do people feel that way about Dave Chappelle? It's because they all really like what he does. Why do they feel that way about Beyonce? It's because they've been impressed with her music in the past. That's all. I, I, it's just weird, dude. But if, you, it's but just if like, you say, oh. But if you say you don't like it or you're not that, that big of a fan, mm-hmm. people like, I guess she has a thing called the Beehive. Yes. Which, and they, they will attack you right. or, or call you racist. And you're like, what? Well, like my girl got mad at me last night because I was like, "Listen, I, I don't." She's like, "She's pregnant. How dare you insult her performance?" Ugh. I'm like, oh, "Okay, she's pregnant. Yeah. That which is great, and, and I'm happy okay. for her. Why? But maybe if you're pregnant, it's not the best Most time." Most of the here's chicks on the planets have been pregnant. Here's an at some angle. Point. Here's an angle. Why are you arguing music with chicks? You can't, it's like same with comedy. As what makes guys laugh and what makes girls laugh is not always different, but a lot of times it's different. At a certain you know? point, we stopped. Uh, uh, dealing with children's entertainment as merely children's entertainment and it became valid for adults to have an opinion about it and now it is quasi required for adults to have an opinion about it and I can remember exactly when it happened it was when uh, NSYNC was in a war with Backstreet Boys over who was the supreme boy band and there was an ironic thing about taking sides in that because there was, there and it was, was in sync, right? Am I right? In so, sync, one now, then, and forever, forever. Yeah, it, it's not even a competition anymore. But people at a certain point, I think, forgot that they were joking about liking those songs. <laughs> I really believe that, and it's never gone away ever since. It's these are these sorts of arguments you're supposed to have. Beyonce, like, like makes Taylor pop- Swift versus uh, Katy uh, Perry. Katy Perry, Perfect, I love perfectly Katie valid Perry. argument for a thirteen year old girl. You yeah. like Katy Perry? Oh. She's so hot. You'd rather bang her than Taylor Swift? Oh, I think I, I I actually for the first time ever put a Taylor Swift song in my playlist. Which one? Um, uh, what's it, what's it? We got problems or uh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is yeah, it yeah, bad yeah. blood? Yeah, bad blood. Oh, I hate myself. It's a good gym song. It's actually not bad. It is. It is. But uh, now we got bad blood, yeah. and it's a very punk rock show. But there's something yes, about that. If chick. I had to reduce that to one adjective, <laughs> you're such an asshole. But listen. <laughs> I just I don't know. There's something about her, dude. She you you do her wrong. She is she represents Uh-oh. why female comics have such pro- hard times dating because guys are so scared that they they piss them off. They're gonna just do a giant rant on them on stage, and it's like you date Taylor Swift. There will be an album about what's your name does that about Ralphie May. Uh, Lana, Alana does like songs about him, and you're like, man, it's kind of uncomfortable. It's, it is. I, I like her a lot, and it's like they've got divorced, but she sat me down. She just started laying in. I'm like, I'm so uncomfortable right now. I've had female comics 
tell me about their ex-husbands or boyfriends and they tell me like it's like really twisted you know bondage or like cheating or s&m and i've never been able to put that out of my mind for some like even though i like the person especially like it's so funny to moms with comedians because it's almost like the cleaner and the more pg the comic is the more fucked up their personal life is huh. uh i, I, I find that to be true to sam oh one well, the okay. cleaner the co- look at bill cosby <laughs> Touche. Okay, so why? So what? what like, is, why is I've that? opened up for comics where, mm-hmm. like, uh, where, you know, I was like the dirty one on the show and talk about like banging chicks and this and that and strippers and blah blah blah. And they were the Family Guy. And then after the show, they go for the coke and hookers, and I and I'd be faithful to my to my girl in fucking like, Idaho, you know. And but people. I don't know why that is. I well, think I mean, they the, make the, business decisions. The easy pop psychology is that you get it out of your system on stage and they repress it on stage and that makes it more exciting for them off stage. That's very easy and probably not true. I also think anybody who puts out an idealistic uh, brand is just setting themselves up to look stupid eventually. Like all the all the Republicans are like anti gay and they're they're blowing dudes at truck stops. It's yeah. just like when is somebody gonna blow up that conspiracy theory? <laughs> yeah, it's just weird. Every every member Republican member of Congress blows guys yeah. at truck stops. But a lot, yeah. a lot of and the Rothschilds just don't want anybody to know about that because that doesn't suit them. <laughs> <laughs> but but a lot of comedians though, like in their heading on Twitter, they'll put clean comedian. Wow, and I'm like. Like really, like like. Just Where put, does that exist? Just put a funny comedian. You ever go home and meet your family and they're like your nieces and nephews? Everybody swears now. The kids swear. The grandmas swear. Everybody swears. That's where I do think Trump has helped comedy in, in, in a way. It's infinitely better because people are like, it's hard for people to say. I know the social justice warriors that were attacking comedians. Are, are now they kind of went away a little bit because no, they're, they're pretty busy right now. Because they, they're pretty. They're sort of when all things focusing. get bad. Comedy gets better. It's just the way it is. Obama, it was so good, you know, on face value, it was so good. And then you know, you start wandering, you start worrying about other shit. I think there's also a blowback on them. People are like, all right, because eventually they eat their own. I know personally at a comedy club, I don't think I've ever had a gay person get offended or a black or normally never like a black person offended. It's people that are offended for other people. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. They're offended. White women over 40 ruin comedy. <laughs> so we have a few minutes left. I have one more thing I want to run past you guys. Sam Tripoli and Adam Hunter. I saw this on Reddit earlier in the week. It was Valentine's this week. Um, a guy said, my girlfriend wants to have sex with a male prostitute on Valentine's Day because she told me she misses a bigger penis. Yikes. And I thought about that for a second, and I think this got hundreds of comments and upvotes and stuff like that, and the the wide consensus was if your girlfriend misses a bigger penis, your relationship either is over or is on the way to being over. Or you're going to be in the cuckolding very quickly. <laughs> yeah. and Which is the future. And I wonder, well, first of all, do you, do you agree with the conventional wisdom? That, yeah, it's done. Yeah. It's, it's done and absolutely not. Uh, I would just, at that point, I would if, if my girl said I want a guy to fuck me who has a bigger penis, I'd be like, listen, this is not working. I'm out. Right, right. Which would never happen to anybody in this room, obviously. Huge yeah, cocks all yeah, around yeah, here. I'm right? not hung at all. Okay. Like my girl wants I got six penis. inches. That's not bad. Well, yeah, but these girls got car trunks for pussies and they just <laughs> they just love to talk shit. Hatchback <laughs> snatch. Well, what I was wondering is this. If I... I I, I, I'm, I'm married. 
card. You know, I'm I'm not looking to have sex outside of my relationship, but in a different world where you know, like if we lived in France or something where I think that's a more common thing and that was understood all around. And I was just like, yeah, I just missed this one thing from there's a certain kind of chick that I like, too. And it's it's my second place. But if I've been eating steak every day for 10 years at a certain point, I will actually prefer chicken. And that if I felt that way, which, of course, I don't. If you're listening, love you, honey. But it, it, if I felt that way, it, it certainly wouldn't mean that there was any problem with my relationship. I'm yeah, total, I can totally yeah, imagine but, feeling that but, way. But, I mean, like, when you're talking dick size, that's very specific. That's different than, oh, I like a black guys or I like fucking, you know, uh, cross-eyed chicks or whatever you might be into. Like, something gets you off, like, as a woman. Like, you know, and it's like a size of the penis matters. And some girls, it doesn't. So, uh, maybe they lie about it. I don't know. And then some girls... Right, but no relationship is perfect, and there's always something that you wish you could change about the person you're in a relationship with. Why is it that if this is the thing... Because that's a big thing. Because there's a person attached to the dick. Like, if it no, was just, well, like, a like vibrator this... or a dildo, I'd say, go right ahead, use the bigger dildo. But... I think he... I mean, dude, he's better explore his options. Because I don't think it's going to last unless he starts opening up to letting his girl bang other fucking dudes. I mean, that's just my opinion, man. Yeah. And, you know, I had my friend, he got into an open relationship with his girlfriend and blew up in his face because chicks can bang everybody. There's a line around the box. People waiting to bang them. You know, it's like, it's like oh, I can bang a couple chicks here and there. There's, there's a waiting list. Yeah. To bang chicks. Although I used to, uh, I went to a couple of swinger parties. Phil Verone had a show and he's like a he was a swinger and all these swingers showed up at the, and then like hey come to a party with us he was in so a metal band way back he was when in right skid row after sebastian bach left oh yeah, sebastian and... bach goes crazy he's like yeah he's in skid row when they're playing denny's <laughs> yeah he was yeah. in saigon kick I remember. saigon yeah, kick yeah. right and you go there and it's, it's funny because actually the men end up in like the better situation in that situation because it's always these old rich guys who are, let themselves go or never really attractive and these hot trophy chicks and then they're just swapping trophy chicks but the girls get to pick between a bunch of old other old fucking kind of guys that you know it's sort of the guys that have fucking other hot chicks but it was it was weird it was right. actually really weird because I'm there and it was the Super Bowl and there's a there's a the Super Bowl's on and there's a bar, and this girl is like like a turkey with her legs out, and a guy's just fisting her, right? And and it's on the bar, and and I'm watching the Super Bowl, and this girl, and everyone's watching it, this and the Super Bowl, and she goes, "What? What did you think was was getting more viewers? Uh, the Super Bowl, actually." Uh, and then it's a great halftime show. <laughs> so this girl goes, "There's a John Madden joke in here somewhere." So this girl goes, "That's disgusting," and I was like. Uh, yeah, and she goes, he's doing it wrong. Like, like, like that was the disgusting part. Not, But yeah, it was crazy. It was fucking crazy. I went to Edmonton. I did a podcast from a, a swingers club up there. And dude, it was the first time I've ever been to a swingers club. And I'm like, everybody here is attractive. Really? It was the first time. I'm like, wow, everybody's, every chick is bonable. And the guys aren't just completely like uh, just freaks of nature. It's like, uh, what's his name? Uh, Corey Feldman. No, no, no. Oh. Who's the old actor that was on um that was in Godfather? What's his name? Marlon Brando. Marlon Brando. What was that last movie he did about the island, Magoo's Island or what? Oh, the Island of Dr. Moreau. Yeah, like they all look like all the old guys are like the doc the, the you know, the Moreau guy. It's just weird. Yeah. It's just weird. Well, guys, this has been fun. I can't believe we're already out of time. Can you rank us in your, um, in your episodes? What where does this episode rank? 
Well, it's got to be in the top five. Okay. But he's only had five episodes, though. We got to go, guys. Uh, <laughs> Adam Hunter, you are at Adam Comedian on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, Sam, you are at Sam Tripoli, wherever people look Sam for Tripoli. people. SamTripoli.com and uh, check out my YouTube page, youtube.com backslash Sam Tripoli. Dying laughing. Check it out. You got anything you want to plug, Adam? March 1st at the Stratosphere. I will be headlining in Vegas, 10 o'clock. March Beautiful. 1st. You are the guy I want to see in Vegas. Both of you guys are the oh, guys I want to see you. in Vegas. Thank you guys both very much. I appreciate it. Thank you.